ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम द भगवद गीता चैप्टर 18 कंक्लूजन द परफेक्शन ऑफ रिनंसिएशन टेक्स्ट नंबर 13 ऑनवर्ड्स पंचायतानि महाबाहो कारणानि निबुद्ध में सांख्य कृतान्ते प्रोक्तानि सिद्धये सर्वकर्मणाम कृष्ण सेज ओ माइटी आर्म्ड अर्जुना अकॉर्डिंग टू द वेदांत देर आर फाइव कॉजेस फॉर द अकम्पलिशमेंट ऑफ ऑल एक्शन नो लर्न ऑफ दीज फ्रॉम मी टेक्स्ट फोर्टीन अधिष्ठानम तथा कर्ता कर्णम च पृथक विधम विविधाश्च पृथक चेष्टा दैवम चैवात्र पंचमम द प्लेस ऑफ एक्शन दैट इज द बॉडी द परफॉर्मर द वेरियस सेंसेस द मेनी डिफरेंट काइंड्स ऑफ एंडेवर एंड अल्टीमेटली द सुपर सोल दीज आर द फाइव फैक्टर्स ऑफ एक्शन टेक्स्ट फिफ्टीन शरीरवान मनोभिर्यत कर्म प्रारभते नरह न्यायम वा विपरीतम वा पंचायते तस्य हेतव वॉट एवर राइट और रॉन्ग एक्शन अ मैन परफॉर्म्स बाय हिज बॉडी माइंड और स्पीच इज कॉज्ड बाय दीज फाइव फैक्टर्स टेक्स्ट सिक्सटीन तत्रैवं सति कर्तारम आत्मानम केवलम तुय पश्यतिबुद्धिवान न स पश्यति दुर्मति therefore one who thinks himself the only doer not considering the five factors is certainly not very intelligent and cannot see things as they are so in these four verses krishna is bringing out a very important point in this world human beings have the tendency to feel that they are the doers they are the ones who accomplish things and this can lead to deep rooted or this can be due to deep rooted false ego and this can just lead to increasing our false ego by leaps and bounds every day if we do not understand that it is not just our endeavor but there are four other factors responsible for the accomplishment for, of any action and ultimately it is the will of the providence will of the lord his grace that is why one of the uh, names given to the lord is anumanta or sanctioner we may desire we have the ability to desire but the facilities to fulfill those desires are provided by, by him if he does not sanction then we cannot succeed at every moment with every breath we are dependent on his grace so to think that we have managed things on our own or we can manage things on our own can actually be devastating very destructive number 1 it can lead to false pride and a person who is falsely proud naturally falls down as they say pride comes before the fall it can lead to further degradation and this false pride is one quality that krishna hates the most just like the one quality that he loves the most 
and disregards everything else that we have done is humility similarly he just hates false ego ahankar in anyone ahankar comes from word aham i am i me mine i did it and if we have this quality i have done which we see a lot in people these days in kaliyuga all over the world and because of this arrogance because of this uh, delusion that we are the doers people are not able to um, realize or uh, they are not able to come close to god because god is the greatest as you've heard the law of magnetism like poles repel each other and uh, unlike poles attract each other now like poles god is great that cannot be changed and then we have if we also think that we are great we are special we are someone then this is like poles then there will be repulsion we will we'll never come close to each other however god is great and if you think we are small we are insignificant we are insignificant servants of god we are subservient to him then there will be attraction then the lord will be attracted to us we cannot attract him with anything else except humility now humility is different from depression depression means i am nothing i am useless i am insignificant and humility means i am nothing but he is great and depression demoralizes us however humility empowers us empowers us to an extent that we can even conquer the heart of the unconquerable therefore it is very important to hear from the scriptures on a regular basis so that uh, we have our feet on ground it's not that we shouldn't try and accomplish we can't enjoy the facilities that we have but we should always remember that all that i have been able to accomplish all that i have is by his grace what if he didn't give us this body or the facilities or the intelligence so at every moment what if he just stops the flow of oxygen what if there is no water in the creation all this is created by the lord so we have to remember ultimately the source is god source is krishna and we have just taken his resources and built something that doesn't make us uh, the the doers or the uh, ones who have accomplished things ultimately things have come from him so it doesn't at the same time take away the effort that we have put in but if we remember this body also comes from him the physical ability also comes from him then we will remember it is by his grace and when we remember all that we have is by his grace we will be able to remain humble and humility is the first step uh, in knowledge a person who is proud can never be taught even by god and krishna says here somebody who thinks that he himself is the doer of everything he is certainly not very intelligent and cannot see things as they are is blinded by false ego and such a person everyone hates you imagine who do you like the most a person who is not very expert very humble but very humble but somebody who is very expert at things but extremely proud we want 
want to associate with such a people so imagine if we have this quality people will feel the same about us so humility is the key and people who think that they are the doers and they have done they can accomplish things as their own, on their own uh the nature of the world is things will not always be the way we want we will not be successful always we will fail also but people who consider themselves to be the doer when they cannot do things when the things cannot be done they think they cannot be done at all and therefore they lose hope they go into depression and they become anxious they can do anything sometimes they commit suicide also however a person who is humble thinks that okay i may not be able to do this thing but nothing is impossible for god so i'll take his shelter i'll seek his help so there is hope and as long as there is hope there is life we survive so we have to learn to cultivate this quality of humility enjoy earn money accomplish goals but don't forget to thank the lord don't forget that it is by his grace change the consciousness you don't need to change your work change the consciousness it's his home it's his family it's his money it's his abilities his intelligence which is manifesting through me and when we see others also accomplishing wonderful things we should also remember it is the lord's mercy it is the lord's grace manifesting through somebody and that is why he's been able to accomplish such great tasks so if we remember this we will not even become envious of others we will not draw comparison we will not uh, feel uh, inferior the lord's grace is manifested through someone so this way everything in this world everything opulent glorious is krishna's energy manifesting so humility to accept that we are insignificant and god is great and everything that i have is by his grace give credit to him that's what is required text 17 yasya nahankrito bhavo buddhir yasya na lipyate hatvapi sa ima lokan nahanti na nibaddhite one who is not motivated by a false ego whose intelligence is not entangled though he kills men in this world does not kill nor is he bound by his actions so he is telling arjuna directly now Arjuna you are simply doing your duty however painful it might be the duty the prescribed duty must be done and uh, it may not bring comfort but it definitely brings satisfaction of the heart and satisfaction of the lord and a person who does everything as if his duty bound to work as his duty he is not entangled he is not bound by the laws of karma so even though externally he is busy acting he is not producing any reaction because he is just totally detached he is just doing everything as a duty he is not expecting anything or yes we can expect but he is not affected by the results that are coming he is just continuing to do his duty such a person is never bound by his actions otherwise every action that we perform for our own selves Uh, with a selfish motive i want to enjoy i want this i want that there is going to be a reaction with every desire that we cultivate we are sowing a seed for future distress future body or future happiness so it's up to us but the mentality of being the doer has to be given up as socrates said work as if everything depends on you 
and pray as if everything depends on God. So this must be done. This should never be forgotten. We need effort, but we also need His grace. And whatever we achieve, it's ultimately by His grace. Otherwise, false ego. Only a person who's motivated by false ego cannot think like this. Now Krishna, as he began this chapter with particular themes, describing things in three modes. Now he is uh, explaining from text number 18 how even the knowledge, the object of knowledge and the knower are of three, uh, that are the three factors that motivate action. And now he is going to continue that same discussion of the three gunas, how everything that we do, think, speak is under the same category of three gunas, how everything is influenced by three gunas. Text 18, Jnanam Gyeyam Parikyata Trividha Karma Chodana Karanam Karma Karteti Trividha Karma Sangraha Knowledge, the object of knowledge and the knower are the three factors that motivate action. The senses, the work and the doer are the three constituents of action. Text 19 Gyanam Karma Chakarta Trividheva Tridheva Guna Bhedataha Prochette Guna Sankhyane Yathava Shunutanyapi According to the three different modes of material nature, there are three kinds of knowledge, action, and performer of action. Now hear of them from me. Knowledge action and performer of action are also in the three modes whatever knowledge oh this is the best knowledge knowledge is also divided into different categories one is inferior one is in the middle one is the most superior similarly the actions people perform they are influenced by the three gunas and they are under the three gunas the performer of action accordingly therefore is also influenced by three gunas <coughs> gunas if you remember, you can simply understand our conditionings, our nature that we have acquired from our past karmas, past life, past activities, choices that we have made in the past. Sarva bhute shuye naikam bhavam abhyayamikshate avibhaktam vibhakte shu tajkyanam vidhi satvikam. That knowledge by which one undivided spiritual nature is seen in all living entities. Though they are divided into innumerable forms, you should understand to be in the mode of goodness. What is the highest kind of knowledge by which we can see the same undivided spiritual nature? What it means is, we can see that every living entity is a spiritual being, part and parcel of God. We disregard the external designations. He is a male, he is a female, he is poor, he is rich, he is a uh, peacock, he's a lion, he's a dog, he's a dog eater, he's an elephant, he's a brahmana, he's a kshatriya, he's a vaishya, he's a shudra. No. The highest kind of knowledge is that which helps us see through these designations and understand that everyone is actually God's uh, child and everyone is a spiritual being. These external bodies are simply matter. They can be finished any moment. But the real person is living within this body and he's a part and parcel of God and external bodies may look different but internally the, the the constitutional position or internally everyone is similar made of same element 
spirit, spiritual being. Knowledge in the mode of passion. Text 21. Prithak tvayena tu yaj jnanam nana bhavan prithak vidhan vetti sarveshu bhuteshu taj jnanam vidhi rajasam. That knowledge by which one sees that in every different body there is a different type of living entity you should understand to be in the mode of passion. Then there is a type of knowledge which thinks that oh body and the soul they are actually the same and uh, once the body is finished everything is finished and uh, there is no life after death so there are such philosophies prevalent in society that knowledge by which one sees that in every different body there is a different type of living entity you should understand to be in the mode of passion i think that everybody is a different person they do not have much understanding about the eternality of the soul they think with body everything is finished everything is zero so such kind of knowledge is in the mode of mode of passion and text 22 yattu krishna vadekasmin karya saktam ahetukam atattvath vadalpam cha tada tad tamasam udahritam tat tamasam udahritam and that knowledge by which one is attached to one kind of work as the all in all without knowledge of the truth and which is very meager is said to be in the mode of darkness that knowledge by which a person has no higher understanding about the purpose of life which is self realization god realization and one is simply attached to filling his belly and eating sleeping mating and defending is the only goal of life that kind of knowledge is said to be in the mode of darkness the lowest and you see most of the population is influenced by this very few people are actually working towards that higher goal otherwise their lives are mostly centered around this type of knowledge how to eat well sleep well enjoy and try to protect what we have and this is to be in the mode of darkness it is only going to degrade us to the lower levels the level of animals dharme nahi na pashu bhi saman mahabharat says one does not have a spiritual culture genuine spiritual culture he is an animal so krishna continues the discussion on the three modes as i mentioned this last section of the gita 13 through 18 is talking a lot about this stuff and uh, these three gunas are uh, very important to understand because once we understand them we understand how we are bound and how we need to get out of bondage so next krishna is going to explain the action in three modes and the discussion continues hari krishna